Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ten days until the Jets kick off the season. Oh, nothing like New York, so I understand that. I appreciate that. Talk New York Jets football on the fan. This is an incredible sports town. There's a lot of, a lot of great franchises here. 101.9 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Rockin' and rollin', Zach Gelb here with you. 877-337-6666 is the number to jump on board. You can always interact with me, Twitter and Instagram on social media, at Zach Gelb, Z-A-C-H-G-E-L-B. But let's go out to the guest line right now. Welcome in a legendary Giants quarterback, Super Bowl MVP, and does a great job NFL on CBS with the studio show. And that, of course, is Phil Sims, kind enough to join us right now phil always appreciate the time thanks so much for doing it and how you been doing well can't complain uh i will be honest i'm no preseason games this week but at least we got all the college games starting tomorrow to watch but uh really excited about the season as always i think everybody is tired of hearing about the draft the combine all that other stuff and you know preseason was awesome but it's over so just can't wait. I'm sure you're excited, too. Gives you a lot to talk about. Yeah, no doubt about it. With Labor Day weekend right around the corner, you got football coming back, and then also it helps when Bruce Springsteen uh, is making a return to MetLife Stadium in the swamps of Jersey. It just got me wondering, uh, <laughs> F- Phil Sims, when he goes to a concert, who does he like to go to see, and do you bring along Boomer Esiason with you? Uh, no, I don't want to ruin the night by bringing Boomer along. <laughs> It'll be about him instead of who's performing. But... Uh, I, you know, listen, I don't go to many concerts anymore or anything. I like to go to little small places and listen to people when I do. And quite honestly, the 70s, 80s, and 90s are, you know, that's what I like. That's the all the music I heard. It's, I think a lot of us, and I don't know if you're different, but we kind of fall back into all the music that we listened to in college. And, you know, no matter what, I'll never listen to as much music in my life now in a year that I used to in, in college, it seemed like we played music constantly. Uh, that's not the way it is now. So you weren't linking up with Aaron Rodgers this summer to go see Taylor Swift is what you're telling me. Well, listen, if he'd have, if he'd have called me, man, I definitely would have gone with him because um, Taylor Swift is awesome. But, no, I did, I did not go, and I'm not a Swifty or anything like that. I do admire her work, and I, I tell you what, I, I, I love the way she treats her fans. The concerts are forever Everybody that I know around here where I live has gone to a Taylor Swift concert and they I haven't I have not heard one person ever complain 
about the performance of how long it was or anything like that. So good for her. So let's get to the Giants. Last year, Brian Dayball and Joe Shane brought a lot of excitement in year one back to this organization. You being one of the legendary Giants, what did you kind of take away from seeing what Dayball and Shane were able to do in year one? Well, year one, listen, that was an unbelievable year last year. Uh, It was orchestrated and managed by Brian Dable just almost perfectly the whole season long. I think they outcoached many other guys or any uh, other teams, other coaches. They outcoached them, and they did it was almost like smoke and mirrors. But they got it done to go, what, 9-7-1, tremendous year. And, you know, the problem with the Giants right now, a lot of improvements, we'll talk about that, but is the fact that it's just they're the Cowboys. The, the Eagles, and then, you know, I watched uh, the games and been watching Washington this preseason, and I just go, they got a lot of difference makers, too. So it's going to be it's going to be a tough year, uh, but I think the coaches and all that, I think they're they're ready to go and try to show everybody they can not only do what they did last year, but maybe do it better. And I always wonder how year two works, because when you make such a big impression in year one, teams catch up, teams adapt to what you're doing, and I just wonder – how they're going to handle maybe some regression this year, if there is going to be any. Listen, it's a better team. I think it's it's easily a better roster to look at. They have wide receivers now. Wow. I mean, last year, I, I'd watch every John game. I just, it was amazing. I just go, gosh, who, who's out there? Not only that, you know, besides the receiving group, I went down to practice. Jalen Hyatt's impressive. Paris Campbell's got a chance. Slayton, I mean, Sterling Shepard, and then they they bring back Wondell Robinson. He's back on uh, practice and everything. So that that is awesome. I think the offensive line's actually well is better too than it was last year. And Saquon Barkley, all I can say is I was at practice. I don't get like uh, wowed that easily because I've played and I've just followed the game so close. When Saquon Barkley ran by me a few times, he looked like he was totally on a different level of anybody chasing him or trying to get to him than he was. It, it, he doesn't run. It's just a series of jumps. So it's, it's really impressive. So uh, Saquon with a better offensive line, better receivers, Daniel Jones, bigger, stronger, throwing the ball, awesome. I mean, really, truly awesome. Uh, but it, the, all this is going to help Saquon and help the football team a lot. And, of course, you know, the defense, I would just have one question. Can they consistently pressure the quarterback? And I think, to me, that's the biggest worry the Giants have. Phil Sims here with us. So, we talk about all those offensive pieces. A big guy that they got this offseason was Darren Waller. We've seen no that doubt. tight end role just continue to evolve in this league. Like, you look at Kansas City, their number one pass-catching weapon is Travis Kelsey. We saw how Brady and Gronk worked for all those years. If Waller could stay healthy, I can't wait to see that connection with Daniel Jones. Well, either can I, because I know this, what little we saw in the preseason from Daniel Jones and, of course, Darren Waller, is that you you could see they can put the tight end or any of their players in position where they gain an advantage because of the formation, the movement, whatever it is. And uh, Darren Waller, I had never seen him in person until I went down to watch practice, and he's a giant. I, I, I couldn't get over. I don't know what it, what's his official height, 6'7". It looked, it looked like he was 6'10". Of course, I'm shrinking as I get older, but I don't care. He, he was really impressive looking. 
and physically he looks great running well and he can catch it. So everywhere, anybody that's ever coached Darren Waller, the one thing they've all said with right away, never seen this kind of talent with a tight end with his size. And so that says a lot. And I think he's going to have a huge impact on this giant football team. And of course the offense, especially. Circling back to, to what you said about Saquon, we all know this is a big year for him. We know what he means to this football team, but then you get into the contract situation as well. How did you react to how that played out this summer? And do you feel like when you're watching Saquon, that's another reason why you think you're going to get the best version of him because he's trying to show the Giants this year, all right, you got to go pay me for the future. Well, yeah, there's no doubt that's part of it. you know. But look, the thing is, he's a pro. He, he's a star. And he's still the biggest name on the Giants. When I went to practice, it was Saquon. Every jersey you looked at was Saquon. My grandson went with me. Who do you think he wore? Saquon. And so the Giant fans love him. They should. I think he's going to have a terrific year, of course, with running backs. It's always about can they stay healthy. But, uh, again, my eyes didn't lie to me. And I know he'll be motivated. But he's going to run. It's not going to change. He's not going to be – better because he's more motivated you can't be in the shape that like he's in and perform the way he has without being motivated just for the fact he wants to be great and uh i'm excited for him i I hope it starts out well for him all that and i hope he puts the giants in a position where and and they do too we want to pay you more money have a great year and all this stuff so uh it's going to be interesting but i think as we've already talked the line, the receivers, the tight end, the quarterbacks better, all that is all going to go into helping Saquon. Which son do I have to yell out of yours where your grandson is not wearing a Phil Sims jersey? <laughs> well, I didn't want him to. So. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? It's my daughter's uh, oldest. So he's seven years old. So okay. you know, he, he doesn't know much. He's enamored with Saquon and, you know, the, whatever, the Giants and whoever's the hot guy uh, that we all look at. And I'm sure the next jersey he'll probably wear around here will be Aaron Rodgers because we've heard a lot about him, too. So uh, he's a young kid. I enjoy his enthusiasm. In fact, he's out in the driveway right now playing basketball. Pick up basketball. He's seven. Wow. There's about ten kids out in the driveway all around his age playing pick up basketball. Outside. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if you're allowed to do this. But <laughs> But I pulled up and saw them all out there, and I just went, this is awesome. And I stood out there for about 15 minutes just watching them, and it was great. It's good to see kids having fun like that. Phil Sims here with us. So you talked about how this team is better. The quarterback took a big step last year, got paid like he is a franchise guy. But when you view Daniel Jones, where's Phil Sims' confidence that he is the next franchise quarterback for the Giants? It's very high, and it was high last year. But, of course, now it's really high. And I think I'm pretty smart in this way is the fact that he has tremendous size. I mean, he is one big dude. He's in, You can tell he changed his body through hard work during the offseason. But he didn't change it just because, oh, I want to look better. No, he did it because it's making him a better player. And what I followed him kind of during the offseason where he throws with, uh, a guy down down south, uh, he, uh, QB country, something like that. But you know, the guy does a really good job. But just watching him throw, you know, as practice was going on, when they were doing drills and everything like that, to me it was so noticeable that he was throwing the ball with more power, 
controls it great. You know, it just doesn't get away from him. It didn't last year. And uh, the ball, the rotation of the ball, is it was incredible. I mean, I'm telling you, physically, Daniel Jones is up there when you talk about NFL quarterbacks. And just think about him last year. I, I listened to the radio, which I sometimes shouldn't do. But there they are, and I'm not going to say who they were, commentating, well, you know, Daniel Jones, he only threw 15 touchdowns. Yeah, shut up. That's what I want. I want to yell at the radio. I probably did. Shut up. Oh, we're going to judge it all on touchdowns. Well, he only threw five interceptions. How was that? Oh, he ran for over 700 yards. Oh, he maybe had the worst receiving group in the NFL, and he still did what he did. The Giants went 9-7-1. But, you know, when you're a hater, which many people were, and I understand, they, they can't turn it off. They cannot. It's, well, we'll just see if he can duplicate. I don't know if he's going to duplicate it. I just think, I'm just telling you, they're a better team. They're a better roster. And he is a better talent now than he was last year also. And here's the last thing. Because I, of course, have to talk about Daniel Jones a lot. He doesn't miss. When you watch him play, I always say to him, tell me what game he really didn't, that he didn't play well or really well in last year. Well, I don't know. I'm sure there's some. Well, tell me. You're such an expert. And, of course, the answer is always nothing. But I thought he played really well last year for the Giants. Probably one of his worst games was the playoff game or the two Philly games he played in. That was probably the toughest ones. But that might be because Philadelphia is pretty good, too. I love it. I fired up uh, Phil Sims here with us. Uh, So I heard Peter Schrager the other day on Good Morning Football say the Giants are his dark horse Super Bowl contender. Do you kind of see this team being a Super Bowl contender this year or not ready yet? I'm not ready. I mean, look, it's possible they're going to start, what, two rookie corners. So that's pretty tough and everything. But like I said, I think it's funny. I don't have any issues now with the offense. It's amazing what they've done with it. But the big thing is, like I said, right off the top, can they get to the quarterback? And if you can't pressure the quarterback enough in this league, even bad quarterbacks will tear you apart. You know, corners need help. And you put them out there in the island every once in a while. But if they're not good enough, you can't do it as much as you want and be aggressive. So uh, I, I look at this. You, you, when you talk about the Giants, they really need Kayvon Thibodeau 100%. and be a star. Second year, NFL's tough for pass rushers early because there's so much to learn and the tackles are good and they're huge. And we'll see. But watching him, just what I did in practice and a little bit that he didn't play much of preseason, but the speed and the quickness and all that is there. Now he's just got to apply it, make it work during games. But I think he's a huge key for the Giants' success this year. And he has to have a breakout season. I couldn't agree more. All righty, Phil Sims, before we let you run, uh, Rodgers in the summer, It's uh, Steve Young said it to me the other week, it's the summer of Aaron Rodgers, and he's kind of jealous of it. He's been handling New York the right way. Uh, any advice to Aaron Rodgers on how to deal with the Big Apple? Oh, uh, look, Aaron Rodgers can deal with about anything. And, you know, so I don't, I don't know. I, I will just say this about him. You know, he is, of course, a special talent. And it's not going to be what everybody expects. I think they're going to control the game that they're playing. He is. He knows how to do that. He knows how to look and feel the game and how he should play accordingly. In other words, hey, our defense is really struggling. i got to be more aggressive on the offensive side to get some more points. Or things are going well. You got a small lead. Now it's protect, do all the things that he is really great at. 
and I mean this as a compliment. You've got to be careful with words sometimes. He is a terrific, terrific game manager. And he might be one of the best throwers I've ever seen in history throwing the plays that we can't miss, the 10 and 12 yards and under. If the guy's got a little window and he's open, you can't miss it. So he, he makes all the ordinary plays. And, of course, every once in a while he's going to make a special play. But I think he's going to be – It's not. he's not going to throw for 5,000 yards. I don't even know if he'll throw for 4,000 yards. The numbers might not be tremendous. That doesn't matter to me. It's about managing what he's doing on the offensive side and how it fits in with the team and what's the strength of the Jets. You know. Tell me. Defense. De- oh, and the pass rush. Oh, my gosh. It's just line them up and – Run as hard as you can and go up to the quarterback, and after two downs, come out. We'll give you a little break, and we'll send another wave of pass rushers. It might be overall one of the best, if not the best, defensive lines rushing the passer and the depth that I've, I've ever seen. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. So we'll see if it holds true during the season. With all that being said, they're in a loaded conference. They're in a loaded division. All right, you got Miami. You got the Bills. I don't oh, think yeah. the Patriots are a contender to win the AFC East, but do you feel like the Jets win the AFC East this year? Well, I think they got a great chance. And, you know, I, I listen, I, I don't think anybody in the AFC East is going to go 15 and 2 or 14 and 3. I don't know if they'll go 12 and 5. It's, it's going to be tough. The whole conference is loaded with talent. The quarterbacks are insane. So, you know, you just, it's, you know, even Kansas City. Being all day, everybody talks about them. Hey, it's going to be rough for them too. It's it's going to be rough for everybody because there's just so much competition in the AFC and so many quarterbacks that even if their team's not with them, they still have a chance to beat you. Teams playing bad, but the quarterback can disguise a lot of that, especially when we talk about the quality of the guys in the AFC. Well, we can't wait to see you uh, next weekend NFL on CBS for the first NFL Sunday. In the meantime. I hear you're big in the podcasting world now with your, with your son. Is that right? Well, we're going to do it. Yeah, we're going to do it. In fact, I just saw him a few minutes ago. I didn't get a chance. I said, I'm gonna throw, we're going to throw one out there next week. I've got some uh, things that are bothering me that I just might have to air, air them out. Some hot takes coming from Phil Sims. you got to love it. Oh, yeah. yeah it's what's great. Hey, listen, that's, hey, that's why I love doing radio interviews, too. Because it's a little more freeing, and I'm, you know, I'm not. Come on, we got to go to commercial right away. You know that. So, but I can say things that I'll never get a chance to probably say on TV. So it's what's great, and I really appreciate you having me on. Yeah, Phil, always great to catch up with you. Thanks so much for doing this. Right, Be bro. well. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.